Hi, and welcome to Relatable, a podcast dedicated to simplifying the complexities of modern everyday relationships. What if being great at relationships was easy for you? How would that change your life? How would that impact the people you love? I'm Fiona Lukies. Join me as I pull back the curtain on how easy it is for you to up your relationship game so you can enjoy effortless relationships with anyone in your life and become more relatable. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of my podcast, Relatable. In today's episode, I want to talk about something that comes up a lot in my client work and something that's been a big topic in the uh, Relatable program that I run amongst my students in our private Facebook group and in the group calls that I run with them twice a week. And what I've been talking about is what it means to actually hold space in a relationship. I get many, many emails every day with people asking for my advice, inquiring and not understanding why their relationship has broken down or why with the best of intentions, when they go to help their partner, talk to their partner in what they would say, assist their partner, they find that their partner gets upset. They find that their partner reacts. They find that their partner doesn't appreciate where they're coming from. I've even had people email me and say, my, my partner feels like I'm making them feel small. My partner tells me that I belittle them. And they're saying, Fiona, I'm so perplexed by this. I'm so gobsmacked because in my mind, all I'm doing is trying to help. There is a conversation that needs to be had here around what it means to hold space. I think when it comes to life in general, we are not taught anywhere near enough the power of holding space for somebody. We're not taught enough the power of actually holding space, okay? We tend to see space as a void. We tend to see space as something that is a place of nothingness, of emptiness, that there is nothing there, there's nothing to leverage off, there's nothing helpful. And nothing could be further from the truth. If you think about it, everything in life comes from nothing, okay? Everything in life comes from nothing, but nothing is the great something. So when you start seeing that there is no such thing as nothing, nothing is where creativity or creation comes from itself. When you actually start to see that, you realize that there is something beyond the nothing. Now you might be sitting there thinking, Fiona, you're speaking in riddles with me today. I'm trying to keep up with you here, but this is really out there. And it might sound like that. So I'm just going to slow down a bit for a second. When you think about it, ideas pop into our mind, fresh thinking pops into our mind, things just suddenly occur to us. And they always seem to occur to us when our mind is at its quietest. They seem to occur to us when we are in the shower, when we are on holiday, when we're on the toilet, when we're having sex. This is when fresh thinking and ideas appear to us. So they appear from nowhere, but really where they're appearing from is the great nothing. And from the great nothing comes something. Always. So I'm highlighting this point because I really want you to relate to nothing differently. And so when we relate to nothing differently, we start to appreciate space. And space is wonderful. Space is something that we can draw from. Space is rich. Space is full of potential, full of possibilities. When you allow space, you are allowing for fresh things to come through, ideas insights, thoughts, potential, possibility. You're leveraging off something that is bigger than you. 
you're leaning into something that's bigger than you. And in doing so, you're letting go. You're letting go of an outcome. You're letting go of an agenda. You're letting go of rigidity, which is what causes a lot of problems in relationships. You're letting go of expectations, very problematic in relationships. And hence why I have a bonus program around expectations for the students in my Relatable program, because expectations can really kill relationships. And a lot of people don't realize how very, very difficult it is to navigate an expectation and how expectations inevitably lead to disappointment. But that's for another conversation. So I regularly get people emailing me totally bewildered as to why their partner, it may not be a partner, it could be your child, it could be a work colleague, it could be anybody, gets so upset or feels like they're being put down or made to feel small when someone rushes in wanting to help, wanting to change something, wanting to, I guess you could say fix, but again, fixing is a whole other conversation, okay, which I need to do a podcast around. But really what it means to hold space is to really be present to where another person is. Being present isn't about whether you agree with what someone else is doing or saying. Being present is just being there for someone. It's holding the space. So allowing them to have their experience without you feeling the need to have an opinion, without you feeling the need to change, manage, or do anything with their experience. It's holding space from a place of trust. It's understanding that they are okay, they will be okay, and that they just need time to move through where they are. And the greatest gift you can give them is to allow them to move through whatever it is they're moving through. It's being able to walk alongside someone. One of the students in my Relatable group put this post up in Relatable uh, just recently after we'd had a conversation around holding space and I thought it was um, beautiful. So I'm gonna read it out to you. And the post that she put up is, what does it mean to hold space with someone else? Well, it means that we are willing to walk alongside another person in whatever journey they're on without judging them, making them feel inadequate, trying to fix them or trying to impact the outcome. When we hold space for other people, we open our hearts, offer unconditional support and let go of judgment. And here's the kicker, control, right? When you don't hold space for somebody else, when you rush in to manage, to fix, to sort it out, what you're telling that person is this. I don't really trust you to sort this out yourself. I think I know better than you, so allow me. I know that's not what your intention is. I get that. Like no one's intention is to come across that way. Our intentions are good. People have good intentions. They love one another. They want to help someone who they see is struggling or they want to help someone who's in pain. We rush in with the best of intentions. But you have to understand when you rush in like that and you feel that you need to go in there and say something, pass an opinion, impact the outcome, what you're telling that person is, you can't work this out on your own and you need me. That's most definitely the energy that you're bringing, even if you're not saying it. And remember, your energy enters the room before you do. When we hold space, you are literally coming from a completely different understanding to the one of, I need to jump in here and intervene. I need to jump in here and fix. When you hold space, you're allowing something fresh to evolve. Space is rich. You gotta see space as fertile soil. It's like when we're planting something in the ground, something comes from nothing. 
the soil is rich and fertile and it grows this is what space is space is rich fertile soil it allows someone to be in a reflective state of mind now when a person is in a reflective state of mind they're more likely to have an insight they're more likely to see things differently they're more likely to have a higher perspective around something they're more likely to have fresh thinking and fresh thinking is your greatest asset in life but a lot of people don't understand this they don't know where to look for it and they don't allow room for it so when you hold space that's what you're allowing room for and it's very very important that you hold space for someone else it's a very sacred thing to do it's a very deeply loving connected and present thing to do for another human being because what you're saying is I can see that you're moving through something I can see that you're struggling with something and I know you will get to the other side of this I believe in you I have faith in you I don't feel the need to interject and inflict my opinion I don't feel the need to come in with my reality and put it on top of your reality what I'm saying in that moment when you hold space is all is well you're deeply loved and I'm right here that's incredibly reassuring for someone incredibly it's one of the greatest gifts you can give another human being and it is something but something that's greatly misunderstood in relationship holding space is key allowing someone to move through if they're having an, an outburst if they're very reactive if they're upset if they're stuck giving them room to move through that on their own empowers them and it actually empowers you and nine times out of ten will enable that person to come out of that stuckness or the thing that they're struggling with completely differently they'll move through it and feel better about themselves on the other side because they will have been able to dig deep come up with a solution and realize that they are more powerful than perhaps they thought they were holding space means putting your ego to one side it's our ego that wants to come in and fix it's our ego that wants to come in and project it's our ego that wants to control right and whilst those things look like love it's actually fear it's fear masquerading as love and it's very disempowering for the the person that you are trying to manage and it's actually really disempowering for you too it's good for us to stop it's good for us to get present it's good for us to slow down and listen and just be with someone be that's very intimate isn't it being with someone without an agenda without trying to control without trying to fix without judging because really when you come in and you feel the need to interject you are judging and saying I know better I appreciate that's not what you mean but that's what you are putting out there and this is why people feel small this is why people feel like they're being belittled which are the things that are very very common you're coming in and saying my reality is better than yours do it my way and without recognizing it you are being incredibly arrogant it's very arrogant to think that your reality is better that you know more very very powerful to allow someone to work things out for themselves and to just be there and be okay with wherever they are be okay with whatever journey they're on and allow them to move through it now that can be uncomfortable right and a lot of people don't feel comfortable about being uncomfortable now it is possible to just be uncomfortable it is possible to allow someone to be comfortable and for you to be comfortable in the knowing that all is well they will move through this and you'll see them on the other side of whatever they're struggling with 
It doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean you're not loving. In fact, that's the most loving thing in the world that you can do. It's the most trusting and loving thing in the world that you can do. What you're doing is saying, I believe in you. I love you. And I'm going to put my own ego to one side, my own false sense of urgency to one side that I need to jump in and fix this. And I'm going to wait for you to come out of this. I'm going to see you on the other side of it because I know there is another side of this. And I know that you have everything inside you to do that. So holding space is very, very powerful. You are opening your heart. You are offering unconditional support. And you are letting go of the need to control and have an opinion. Now, I work with a lot of teenagers and other people, and this is what they wish their parents would do for them. Okay, so there isn't a relationship in your life where this isn't important. You can hold space with yourself as you move through it without getting frightened of your experience, without judging your experience, without wanting to rush it, fix it, change it, which just creates a lot of overthinking and overanalyzing and keeps you stuck. So you can hold space with you. You can hold space with life. It's funny how life works. Something crops up and we feel like we have to fix it now. But nothing is ever as urgent as it looks. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. And when you see through the illusion of urgency, you actually see that urgency, as I say to my clients, unless you're running from a bushfire, an armed gunman, um, some sort of climactic weather pattern like a tsunami or an earthquake or a, a volcano or a hurricane or something, urgency is a false flag. Nothing is ever as urgent as it looks. Nothing. And if you are using a sense of urgency as justification to rush in and manage something, then you're misunderstanding urgency itself. We often use urgency as a way of justifying rushing in and fixing. So when you're holding space, you can hold space for you. You can hold space for life, meaning things might be going pear-shaped. And you can quietly be with that and wait to see what makes sense instead of rushing in to fix and make it okay straight away, which is what so many of us do. And then we miss the fertile richness of the space, which is what brings ideas, suggestions, new ways of doing things, things that you haven't seen yet. And then, of course, there is your ability to hold space for another human being. It's the most sacred thing to do. It's loving. It's giving. It's supporting. It's just being with, without the need to control, judge, or impact the outcome. It's actually showing up without an agenda. I teach this in more depth in my Relatable program, and I obviously teach this to my one-on-one -on -one clients, and each and every one of them is shocked, and I mean shocked to their core, gobsmacked, amazed at the difference in the quality of their relationships and the quality of their life when they learn the power of holding space. It's an extremely sacred way of showing up to life, to you and the people in it. When you think about it, Holding space represents freedom, freedom for you and freedom for the people around you. And if it's one thing I know that we are looking for more of, it's a sense of freedom. I have people coming to me from all walks of life, literally from all over the world. And if I could distill down what it is, and they have different ways of expressing this with different issues in their life, of course. But if I could distill what they're looking for, they're looking for freedom, they're looking for peace of mind. They're looking for a sense of connection and calm, all of which is incredibly freeing. Learning how to hold space has ripple effects that go to places way bigger than you or your relationship. And one of the things that you start to see when you do this is just how powerful it is to leverage off the richness of space and fresh ideas.
and it ripples out to places you cannot ever possibly imagine. Now, in my next episode, as I was mentioning earlier on, I'm going to do a podcast around fixing because this is a really, really, really big problem in our relationships. So I'll let you know when that one's coming out. But for now, let what I've said just soak in the power of holding space. It's well worth exploring and rich with rewards. And it feels absolutely amazing. Good for you. Good for the planet. Good for humanity as a whole. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Relatable, where we are committed to taking the stress and confusion out of relationships. If you're keen to find out more, the best place to start is to head on over to my website, fionalukies.com.au, where you can download my free Relationship Masterclass video series or join the waitlist for Relatable, my brand new online program where I personally take you through how to have a great relationship with anyone.